Okay, so this episode is definitely going to be on the shorter side because we are talking about a novella, which I think this is a first in the My Take universe to be talking about a novella. But, 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 if it was going to be a first in the My Take universe, it has to be Holly Jackson. And so I am super excited to be talking about Killjoy by Holly Jackson, which is a novella in the A Good Girl's Guide to Murder universe. And anybody that knows me knows how incredibly much I love A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. The first book in that trilogy was my very first podcast episode and like the trilogy just means so much to me beyond being like such an amazing trilogy and work of art and like if you're looking for a fun YA situation you definitely need to read it but beyond that because it was my first podcast episode because Good Girl Bad Blood came out around the time of my first anniversary like the books mean so much to me so I'm so excited to finally be talking about Killjoy which for those of you who don't know is set right before the start of A Good Girl's Guide to Murder and it follows Pip and all of her friends and the gang as they are doing a murder mystery dinner party so it's um I think it's Connor's birthday and he decides to do this murder mystery dinner party and of course it gets Pip all crazy going on her like murder case brain and stuff and I just it was so fun and there were so many good like I was gonna say callbacks but it's not really a callback if this is like technically a prequel but I guess it is a callback because this came out after the first two books I think or even the first three I don't know. Basically, there was a lot of fun tie-ins and I thought it was really, really good and I loved it and so I'm so excited to be here talking about it. Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I am Maya Ghosh and this is my take. So as always with the book, we're going to start with a little bit on the writing, and I don't know how much I'm going to have to say on the writing for this one, but I will say, like, my very first thought in opening this book was how weird it was to be going from the last time we saw Pip, which was crazy, insane, badass, as good as dead Pip, who, like, murdered a guy and got away with it and had to break up with Ravi which was not not fair um but like going from seeing that to just seeing pre a good girl's guide to murder Pip was kind of a shock in some senses just because like I don't know you'd seen Pip go through this like huge evolution of character and so then to be kind of back where we started I was a little like I feel like I don't even know this Pip, even though, like, we do, clearly, because this is the Pip that started A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, but there's just, like, a lot of different feelings going on with that. But at the same time, it was also kind of refreshing because she's so young and so innocent and, like, 
her dog is still alive and you're just like seeing her before the world has gotten to her and so it was kind of nice to like see that and just have that be the pip that you're with for such a short little section of time though of course because we're back to young innocent little pip ravi is not a part of this book which like pip and ravi are one of my top tier book couples so to not see them together was sad but obviously it would make no sense if he was in the book though he does make an appearance at the end but we will get to that in a second I also just think this book had so much nostalgia for me. I, in the beginning, had absolutely no care who committed the murder of this murder mystery party. I mean, I think it was really interesting, like, clearly the characters put a lot of thought into it, and like Holly Jackson, we got to see the, like, pages that they got with their character details and, like, what they knew and what they didn't know and, like, how they're supposed to act and everything. Like, that was really interesting seeing that as a writing choice, and I think it kind of helped, like, put us into this game state. In the beginning, though, I had no care in the world for who committed the murders because I was just like, I'm back with Pip, I'm back with Kara, I'm back with the gang, we're solving a mystery. Like, I was just very excited. Of course, the more we learn about the murder stuff, the more invested I got, but in the beginning, it was just nice to see that and so yeah I think that is all I have to say on the writing because this is such a short book if I talk about the ending then this is going to be the entire episode so I'm going to break this up that's all I have to say on the writing now we're going to move on to the plot okay wonderful people of my take I have a really exciting opportunity to tell you about I am a brand ambassador for Sierra Madre Golf. For those of you who don't know, I'm a college golfer. I'm actually going into my senior year, which makes me really sad. But I have never been one to adhere to really strict traditions when it comes to golf. I, up until this year, played with a pink golf ball. I have a glove that doesn't have fingers. Like, I do all those things. And Sierra Madre is a brand that makes female golf clothes that are not necessarily edgier but they're definitely different they're more flattering they're more free they have dresses and things that are slightly cropped and stuff and i just really love their pieces i have the mock neck tee and i think it's the perfect practice round practice shirt love it so much it's a great alternative to a polo and so you guys can get 10% off your order if you click the link below or if you use code MAYAG all caps when you check out so yeah definitely go check out Sierra Madre and even if you're not a golfer it's great workout athletic attire and they have great options and tag me in pictures if you buy things so yeah Okay, so the plot, like I talked about, originally, no care in the world for who committed a murder. Then we find out Pip's character is actually a spy, and I was like, hold on a second, now I'm kind of invested in who committed the murder. And we obviously knew Pip was going to solve who committed the murder, right? And so, like, I was down with Pip, I was like, let's do this, I was so proud of her when she went down to set the breaker, and she found the secret bonus clue, and then... I was so mad because Jamie was like, okay, we're going to have everybody else say your theory. We're going to leave Pip's like crackpot insane brain for last. And Pip 
literally spells out the most logical, insane, incredible, totally like complete version of what is supposed to happen. And then they're like, yeah, actually, well, that's an interesting theory, but the papers say that like this is just the killer even though there's like 15 different plot holes and who the killer is with the book's version of the ending or like the official game version of the ending and that infuriated me because I just wanted Pip to be right and I was so in on it at that point I was like following Pip through every nook and cranny of this theory and I was like yes you're right there is only one boat so they had to have called the police officer beforehand so that's why he's already here and we're not stuck waiting a day so he has to be in on it because why else do you get a police officer like she was throwing out all these theories and all these like very logical points and I was with her I was following her I was doing it And then, of course, she was wrong. So that infuriated me. However, it was okay because Holly Jackson's ending to the actual book was so good. Because Miss Holly has Elliot Ward, Kara's dad, pick all of them up from Connor's party. Now, Elliot Ward, if you've read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder you know, is actually the one that killed Saul. Killed Saul and Andy. And as we're driving home, we see Ravi and Elliot Ward, like, freaks out and stops the car, which I was very happy that Ravi made, like, a little mini appearance in the book, even though, like, obviously I knew he couldn't be a part of the book, but just to, like, see him there, I was like, okay, I'm glad we did this. But Elliot Ward sees Robbie and it was like oh my god freaking out thinking he's Sal and that's when Pip knows what she's gonna do for her project that's when Pip gets the inspiration to look into the Saul and Andy case for her project and just the way that Holly snuck that in there was so good I was so impressed with her brain I loved the little callback I loved how like you see Pip's moment of inspiration and you see the fact that like she's so frustrated by this case and then a real life case gets presented to her and so she decides to unpack it and like obviously I hate that it then takes down Elliot because Elliot's Cara's dad and like we love Cara and all of that but that those are feelings for my A Good Girl's Guide to Murder episodes, which all exist, and I will link them in the show notes of this episode. But just, I was so shook by the cheekiness of Holly Jackson with this one. I was like, she's a queen. And, like, we already knew she had these smarts because she gave an interview, I think, at some point during which, during when the original trilogy was coming out where she talked about how a girl's guide to murder could have been a standalone book however she left like one thread open in case she wanted to revisit it as a series and that like one thread allowed her to like expand the world in all these different ways so we already knew her brain was like crazy insane lovely fun And so I'm not surprised that she did this, but I was so happy that she did and I loved it so much. And so on that note, 
to wrap up this little short episode, which is fitting because it's a novella, so we have like a novella length my take episode. I love this one. It's just so heartwarming and fun and like you get a little dip into Pip's life and I'm actually so excited that it's out because for a while it was like a World Book Day digital release only and all of my, it was very specific, like all of my UK bookstagram friends had it and I didn't. I missed the World Book Day digital release. I didn't know that was a thing that was happening. So then when I finally realized it was being released as a novella in the States, I was very, very excited about it. And so I'm so happy that I've had it and held it in my arms and get to talk about it with all of you. And also, we are not that far out from Miss Holly Jackson's newest release, The Reappearance of Rachel Price. I think that's what it's called. It's The Reappearance of Someone. And I'm so excited for that, especially because she keeps saying that all of her books get more crazy and more unhinged. And, like, I don't know how you get more unhinged than Five Survive, but somehow she's going to do it. So I'm very excited about that. And, of course, you know, you know there will be an episode on it. So, yeah, I have been Maya Ghosh, and this has been my take on Killjoy by Holly Jackson. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore My Take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.